Oh, yeah, baby. Welcome to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on the Sports Hub 102.3 ENBC Sports Radio. And what a special week it's going to be today. Great show. It's our Cleveland show. We celebrate Ohio yes! show. Yes! Cleveland! In the Cleveland e- is in the house! Yeah, they even sent one of their own um, little cheerleaders here in, in Pennsylvania. I think he gets a kickback check from the great state of Ohio. Mr. Rocky Rhodes joining us from the KRZ Morning Show. Rocky and Lissa. Cleveland rocks! Yes, it does. <laughs> Sitting next to him, we got our real good friend, Billy Boy, from the Backyard Alehouse. What's up? In downtown Scranton. And, of course, we got Dirty Derek preparing beer. And we have Dr. Johnny Blindside as well. What's going on, boys? We are here. Getting it going. We have one hell of a prize package from Great Lakes Brewing Company that we're going to be giving to some lucky listener today, Derek. Oh, we do. We have a lovely package. I really like this um, lamp that they sent. (laughs) Weapon. It could be a couple different things. It's going to be a multi-purpose thing like last week's, right, Freddie? If you ask my friend Tommy (laughs) Chong what it could be, I'm sure he'd have a couple good suggestions. Are you better than average of fantasy football? No, I'm not. Thank you for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow, that guy just came in. He was so excited about fantasy football. Listen, fantasy football is a whole different thing. We've got to lock the doors around here. We're talking about beer from from Great Lakes Brewing Company, (laughs) Cleveland, Ohio. we got our good friend Rocky Rhodes here. Look at him taking all kinds of selfies in the studio. He's already he's already embarrassing himself. All right. I've never been on a radio show before. Oh, I, no, you're a guest. <laughs> I feel out of place. Rocky is being a, Rocky a guest today, and usually he's the one behind the board pulling all the knobs and pushing all the buttons when I'm on the air. You get to shut my mic yes, off. Yes, I damn straight do. And you I'm get to goof off today, doing. Rocky. That's it. You can goof I'd off. just like to take a moment to apologize to Billy from Backyard Ale House. That's the only, that's the only seat that was left in the house. That's fine. <laughs> that's, I can get guy. over the Cleveland shirt. Uh, <laughs> Uh, wrapped in Cleveland brown w- with a Cleveland hat on like he's so excited because his Go born. Browns. We're yeah. undefeated. <laughs> awesome. What are we starting off with? What, are, what, is, what is he already drinking? Well, we uh, started off with, we have the Elliott Ness. This is all, uh, you know, as you said, we're doing all Great Lakes this week. And uh, they're out of lovely Cleveland, so that's why everyone's so excited around here. This is their yeah, Amber Amber Lager. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you, Freddie. This is their, their Amber Lager. It's a very smooth... Uh, it's a little bit more of a, a caramel notes to it than you see. You can tell in the color as opposed to like a clear lager. It's got a little bit more of a mouthfeel to it. Smooth, really easy drink. And this is a great beer for uh, friends of yours that aren't craft beer fans already. This is a good uh, introductory beer. It's a good 10 a.m. beer. It's a great 10 a.m. beer, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of characteristics going on within, uh, characters going on within this beer. There's a lot of flavor, and it's uh, it's still very light, though. You can kind of tell it's a little bit of a lighter beer, but, you know, it's still got that nice, smooth body and everything you love out of the lagers. Everyone's looking at me. Come on, you can talk, too. Jeez. It's, it's creamy. It's a nice brunch beer, right, Derek? Yeah, brunch beer. Come on. I'm still trying Come to get side. over the 10 a.m. beer as if, as if there's any other type. <laughs> that, should be, uh, that should be the new marketing ploy, a great 10 a.m. beer. See what you brought in? One of Cleveland's own. What do you expect? No, this is a, a awesome Sunday tailgate beer. Kick oh. off the, uh, the Sunday morning with something like it. Especially, you know, gee, Great Lakes, yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kicking off football season tomorrow, so keep that in mind. And I'm sure, are they are they playing in Cleveland tomorrow, Rocky? Uh, no. And they're not at home. No, we're in Pittsburgh. 
<laughs> oh, jeez, oh, that was the place in their flag. He's blowing wow. everybody else's down. Wow. Well, I'd like to apologize to everybody at Cuzzy's Bar and Grill <laughs> down there because they always invite Rocky Roads to come down the yes, black and do. yellow yes, bar. They, oh, they love having me yeah, there. Yeah, they definitely love having you there. I'm, you know, I'm going to Yankee Stadium tomorrow for the Derek Cheater ceremony, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be more <clears throat> worried about what what's going on in the Cleveland Browns game just so I can make fun of you. And I know I will be able to make fun of you. Back to the beer, Dirty Derek. Yes. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting all this stuff queued up. Still. He's got a sticky I got, keyboard. I got a little, yeah, I got a little, I got a little messy. You don't want to know that story. Yeah, it's, it's you don't been, want to know what goes on in that corner. It's been a lonely past couple nights. Well, anyway, this, this is a, it's actually 6.2% too, so it's a little bit higher than... Uh, you know, standard loggers are usually around under 5%, so it's a little bit more of a, a heft to this one. But uh, you don't really notice it at all in the, in the taste. It's not coming through too much that it's, you know, there's no heat or any of those types of characteristics. There's, there's not any one flavor that's offensive to somebody. Yeah. Like I said, this is an introductory beer that you can it, have. It, it drinks like a session, but it'll wallop you. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> even better. Yeah, this is one. You, you, you can have a bunch of these. You know, just like any lagers, as German beers you've said before, brewed to uh, be drunken quarts or gallons, wow. basically, the way they drink. And, uh, you know, this is brewed to that style. It's just got a little bit more of a, a higher ABV it on it. So. It doesn't come in 40-ounce cans, though. Yeah, so yeah. But, it, you know, it's it's still very smooth. Like I said, this is a great... This is, We're starting this one out because, you know, laid these out as in uh, how the flavors and how the, how the things are going to be perceived. And this is very much the... I don't want to say offensive because none of them are offensive, but it's the least uh, overpowering of anyone. Yeah, there's there's no one flavor coming through. It's not overly hoppy. It's not overly malty. It's more of a malt forward beer, but it's got a real nice balance to it still. I think they're offensive. (laughs) I'm offended right now. I'm offended by that. (laughs) That's the point to me. Now, Derek, you you know, of course, you couldn't get Great Lakes in Pennsylvania up until a couple of months ago. Yeah, they weren't they weren't available up here until. I think it was right around April, April, May, yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. They they finally were available in the area. They were they're kind of loosely around, like some of the breweries we talked about last week, like the shoots and stuff. Some of them are loosely around that aren't directly distributed here. But uh, wink, you know, wink, yeah, no. But now now they are directly distributed here, and then there's no gray market area. Is Pennsylvania <laughs> like the communist China of the beer industry? It's uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> It's, it's true. It's t- it's tough. It's it's tough because a lot of times when a brewery's coming into the state, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of laws with each and every state are more and more difficult. Pennsylvania is difficult because when you're coming in to sign out with a distributor, it's basically a lifetime commitment. So you really want to be absolutely sure on top of all the other issues with with fees and taxes and all that stuff that but when you're signing out with a distributor here, it's basically a lifetime commitment. So you really really want to be sure who you're going to go with in, in different territories. The only way you can get out of a contract is if you die. <laughs> <laughs> that can be arranged in certain times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good John. Rocky, were you, are you, yes. you're obviously were familiar with Great Lakes yeah. beforehand, visiting and going back home yep. Yep. often. So being able to get it in this area now is a pretty cool thing ah, if you're huge. quite fond of it. Yeah, definitely. And, and, it's, and it's good stuff, not just yeah. because, you right. know, I love Cleveland, right, right. but it is... It is a uh, it is a great brewery. Yeah, they're, they're they're a brewery that you know they weren't available directly here, but everybody was aware of them. Uh, they were really really sought after. A lot of their beers are really ones that are 
really regarded as the top tier of that style of beer, whether oh. it's, you know, this lager, their IPAs, their porters, they're, they're all, all, almost every beer that they've had has, has won a gold medal in, in some area. And if you're an idiot like me that will drive like you know, six <laughs> hours to watch the Indians or the Browns, yeah, you get know, pummeled. you can, uh, <laughs> hey, we won last night. <laughs> you, Congrats. You can sample like some stuff that you can only get yeah. on tap. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have exclusive ones out there and they, they have some really limited edition ones. And, you know, they, they really are a brewery that has a great reputation and they've, they've earned that reputation. They're not one of, you know, some breweries kind of earn their reputation by brewing uh, very limited beers that aren't widely available, and that kind of builds up a demand. And some of the breweries that have that really don't don't deserve it. Those those beer <laughs> teasers. Yeah, it's it's just basically they they kind of do that to manipulate the market in a way and make it very scarce. And you know, some people, you know, their beers aren't bad. It's just they're not what the hype demands and what the hype you know has built up around it. So it, it's kind of be a difficult thing. Like you see that on these, you know, a lot of places online where people are trading beers, and this one's really difficult to get. And yeah, I was just in Vermont this week. You were in Mecca. I was in the Mecca. <laughs> had some Heady Topper. While it's absolutely uh, fantastic beer, uh, that's that's one of those beers that demand uh, would uh, dictate uh, yeah. the uh, the desire for it. Yeah, that that's another like that's a perfect example of it. That's a beer that you know is rated number one on. If, I can't even tell you how many lists of like that's the the best beer now is regarding you know had the hay topper, and it's kind of it really gets in the way of experiencing a beer and enjoying a beer because you're going into it thinking, well, this is the best beer in the world, period. So what's going to live up to that? Like that's a very difficult you know pedestal. They are all opinions. Yeah, right. it, it's difficult to put that on. A, it's a good beer, but I mean, so few beers can live up to some kind of hype like that that it's gonna. Really back it up. Let's tell them the truth, Derek. We don't think that's the best beer in the world. It's a very good beer. I think every beer that's ever been said as a, this is the best beer in the world is not. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it really. It, well, it depends on when you're having it. Like if you're having like a Westie Twelve is you know really hard to find sought after beer. If you're having that at a like, college keg party, you decide to bring a Westie. It's probably not going to be that enjoyable because you're going to have some idiot puking on your shoes. So in other words, <laughs> Billy, what you were saying then, the heady topper is something you have to be in the mood for to to want. Uh, no, I mean, much- you know, anytime you're watching a Thursday night football okay. game in a bar in Vermont, that's, I mean, what, what can be better than that? Yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect opportunity to that, enjoy it. That is one that's, it's, you know, it lives up to the hype. It's, it is really good. It's an enjoyable beer. But is it the best beer in the world? I mean, that's on your, that's your own that's opinion. Everybody's yeah. Opinion, yeah. Now, I'd like to know if I was going to buy one of the many, 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 many vacant seats, like at the Cleveland Indian Stadium, <laughs> would I be able to get something like Great Lakes on tap if I wanted to go down and sit down in an $8 seat on the first baseline? Yes. Would you be able to? Yeah. Oh, football see, and baseball. That's yeah. a quick answer. Excellent. You know yeah. that, right? Yeah. Oh, right. They, they have, uh, you know, microbrew stands and, oh, of course, cool. Great Lakes yeah. is all over the he place. He has the menu memorized if you want to ask him <laughs> what well, the price no, is. Well, no, I just think they a also... Brewer, a lot of breweries have got themselves yeah. into the local stadiums. Like, like next week, we have 21st Amendment coming on. They are in Giant Stadium in San Francisco. A lot of them that are the local breweries that are within those cities, like Victory has stuff down in Philadelphia. A lot of these breweries have things set up with... It's, it's, you know, supporting the local economy, but also, you know, it's kind of symbiotic with the I sports. Think cool. The other cool thing, Progressive Field, where my third place Indians play, mm-hmm. uh, they, have, <laughs> they have something called Your Father's Beer. And it's a stand that has like all the old school <laughs> like beers, Schlitz and, like they've got yeah. PBR. That yeah, they have cool. Schlitz, and so that's kind of a neat <laughs> that's thing. Awesome. Because yeah. on a Saturday afternoon, there's a whole crowd of like 800 different people. There we go. That will get a shot at <laughs> seeing like this different kind of beer that's not just on the stand. Are these everywhere. jabs? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to reach. 
I can't reach. I'm trying to turn his mic off. I can't reach that far. Oh, there, bang. I mean, Schlitz, Schlitz sounds like a, a, a dirty word that isn't. <laughs> I mean, that's like one of those. Uh, it goes up there with like kumquat. One of, some words that sound dirty and aren't. Like, Schlitz was Schlitz one of those beers. Historically, actually, you know, it was a front runner. And then what happened was they tinkered with the recipe. That was like the big three, right? Yeah, Budweiser, that was on the big three. They Miller tinkered, and they, Schlitz. They tinkered with the recipe, and I believe they started putting corn into it. And just, oh, no, corn syrup. That's what it was. They started putting corn syrup. And destroy. I mean, it went from being. I think it was number two. It fluctuated between number two and number one. So you're one. talking on number two and Schlitz. It's like, that's a, <laughs> well, wow. In, in college, that was the joke. You know, yeah. if you had too much Schlitz the night before, you had a, a case of the Schlitz the next day. <laughs> well, what wound up happening was that it ruined the brand because people started drinking it, and it was just terrible. And then they they recalled. They tried making it the historic, but it ruined the name, and they never recovered. And that was in the seventies. They, they never recovered as, as far as, you know, being up there as they were. And, you know, now with everything going on, they're, they're even, you know, less viewed upon as, as a quality beer or anything because, you know. Well, sometimes those old ones have to rebrand themselves. I mean, Genes- yeah. Genesee I mean, did a whole PBR. Separate- yeah, I mean, that's a PBR. So if we're for hipsters and tight pants, nope. PBR would not be where they are. So in other words, fellas, you're saying idiots, uh, sometimes they make the mistake in, in the beer world like they did in the soft drink world when they just feel we're going to do something radical, we're going to change the formula of our drink, or maybe someone wants to do something radical. <laughs> or put born on dates on on, on uh, <laughs> Soft drinks? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty they, crazy. They ruined Born that one. <laughs> that's pretty stupid. Or maybe somebody radically wants to change, like, the logo of a radio station that's been around for many, many, many years. Who would want to do that? Something, you know? <laughs> that's I was just wondering. Okay, we got somebody. We got, got to get a couple things lined up here. First, what I got to do, we got to pay some bills here. This is a great show today. Very happy to have everybody here, especially my good friend Sponsor. Rocky, who, yeah. uh, who is willing to go out in public and humiliate himself. <laughs> For a good cause for this show. Would you like to read my T-shirt, Freddie? Cleveland is the city. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a dot, dot, dot. Yeah, there's that. got to be. Oh. No. Good job. All right, guys. We're going to pay some bills here. We'll be back on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on NBC Sports Radio. Sports Hub 102.3. I said that backwards. That's my dyslexia. What do you want? The Target Chopper. Savings in the mail. Are you a difference maker, a rabid competitor, and the type of person who's always thirsting for the next win? Does the thought of working in a fast-paced sales environment get your blood pumping? Then we want to hear from you. The Target Shopper Magazine and Loyal Blocks are now looking for some really awesome inside and outside salespeople. You'll get to help businesses grow by selling for the Target Shopper Magazine, Northeast PA's leading direct mail magazine, and Loyal Blocks, NEPA's new and exclusive mobile app for businesses. Right now, they're offering full-time inside and outside sales positions with huge earning potential and health insurance after 90 days. So call 570-457-7020, 570-457-7020, and get on your exciting new career with the Target Shopper Magazine and Loyal Blocks today. That's 570-457-7020. The Target Not an O'Reilly O'Rewards member yet? Now you can sign up online at O'Rewards.com. Enroll today and start earning $5 back on every $150 you spend. Visit O'Rewards.com and become an O'Reilly O'Rewards member today. It's fast, easy, and free. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Oh, we're having so much fun here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. And at this moment in time, we are going to introduce to you from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, yeah we got Cleveland, Ohio on the line. Mr. Mark Wyman from Great Lakes Brewing Company. How you doing today, Mark? Doing great. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, sir. Derek's right over here in the corner. He's got some questions for you. We have big fans of Great Lakes Brewing Company in the studio. So you're going to get some cool questions today, sir. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, put your mic on. There we go. There we go. You're the consummate professional here, Mark. There we are. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, first of all, thank you, Mark, for calling. Are you you on the road now, or are you? Actually, you're heading to uh, Lancaster for the Lancaster Beer Festival in a couple hours. Oh, good. We got you then. We got good. So, uh, we're right now, we're having the Burning River. We already enjoyed the Elliott Ness. Uh, I guess before we get into the beer, I guess a little bit of background on the brewery. Like, when did the brewery begin, Great Lakes? When did they open their doors? And what was their kind of starting off point as far as beer-wise? Uh, Great Lakes, we, we started in 1988, and uh, we were basically started as a lager company, making old, traditional German-style lagers. And, you know, the Dortmunder Gold and Elliott Ness are two shining examples of that. Um, two brothers, Pat and Dan Conway, started this company, and they made a triple bottom line philosophy company, which was really rare at that time to, you know, give back to environment and social issues and create a great financial margin for your partners. And we're now 26 years since then. Wow. So how many states are you in now currently? We're in 13 states and the District of Columbia, and we're really just trying to control the madness that's going on right now. We're not looking to expand and get real big and be out everywhere for numbers. We want to make sure we're making the best quality of the beer we can, and we're taking care of our uh, our current partners. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we, it's kind of hard when we're here. It, it's difficult sometimes. We don't really think about how many states breweries are in, but I mean, only 13 you know, because you guys are available to us, that's all we care about. So we kind of forget about everybody else. <laughs> so I guess right now we're, we're getting into the, the Burning River. Can you, can you talk to us about the Burning River a little bit? Yeah, the Burning River um, was named after the infamous 1969 Cuyahoga River that caught on fire. Um, and it was just one of those things. There was no uh, regulations. But one of the great things that came out of that was the, the Clean Water Act of 1972. Um, so that's really cool. The, the beer itself, it's actually funny. You talk about how the industry now, everyone loves their sessionable IPAs and the IPA craze. Well, a sessionable IPA basically is going right back into that pale ale category. And so it's one of those things that uh, it's just a beautifully well-constructed beer, nice bitter hops on it, but a beautiful sweet caramel backbone on it. That, uh, it's just something that really appeals to the market. Yeah, it drinks very smooth. The hops are there. That's what we, we talked about before, the pale ales. You know, sometimes uh, what, what breweries are putting out that are pale ales are more the IPA category. They're a little too more hop forward than they should be. But this is a really nice balance. You get a little bit of the hop up front, and you have that nice sweet malt in the back end. Yeah, we're using a little northern brewer, but uh, the malt we're using, Harrington Two-Row and the Crystal and the um, and the Biscuit. So you have really nice you know, yeah. uh, malty backbone for it. Yeah, the, the biscuit really kind of shines through and gives that little bit of a, a nice smoothing characteristic after the hot bite up front. Absolutely. So now, is there anything else new coming up with the, the brewery? You, know, you guys aren't looking to expand. Do you have any uh, rare ones and things like that? Or are you getting into barrel yeah. aging? Um, there's some I can tell you about and some I can't because uh, we're still working stuff. with our We won't tell anybody. Stuff. Go ahead. We, we won't will, tell anybody. Go ahead. We will be coming out with um, a new American wheat next year. Um we are going to be coming out just for our current states a uh, one-time only springtime variety pack, and in that variety pack will be four beers that we've never put out in the market before. Oh wow! It's going to be a one-time in, one-time out thing, and we're we're going to judge the success of it, and that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, 
But the biggest thing overall that we're doing next year, um, starting January 1, is we're going to do a brand refresh. We're just going to um, change some of the, uh, the, the bottle um, packaging and bottle cap. Just It's going to be consistent with our black and white classic look, but we're just going to step it up a little bit and make it more contemporary. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of a lot of breweries are now. I think once they get to a point market wise, you start to kind of really, you know, touch up the brand name a little bit and everything. I mean, not that I have a problem with the labels at all. <laughs> no, it'll look it very much the same. It's just a little refreshing look. It's not a rebranding; it's just a refresh. Okay. Well, the next one we're gonna we, we didn't crack it open yet, so we're, we're kind of taking our time with the Burning River. But uh, what about the Commodore Perry? We'll 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 compare our notes with yours when we get there. Great. Um, what makes this really unique for us is that most of the people are drinking IPAs are drinking American IPAs. Ours is an English IPA. So it's a little drier, it's a little fruitier, it has a medium body to it, but really well hopped with a dry, fruity finish. And uh, I think that makes it really unique uh, to hit that IPA category. Um, I mean, the name named after the old naval officer and war hero of 1812, and his famous quote was, don't give up the ship, you know, Commodore Perry. And if you notice on our bottle, we say, don't give up the sip. So we kind of <laughs> kind of play off of that. Don't give up your quality of your beer. Well, that's the other thing I want to, with the names of these, the beers, is there a, was that a conscious decision to kind of go with the, the historical? Yeah, everything is pretty much um, about the Great Lakes area. Um, you know, the Dortmund or Gold, when we first brewed it, was called um, the Heisman. And they won the gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival. And then the Heisman Committee in New York City came over and said, you don't own Mr. Heisman's name, we own his name. Well, Mr. Heisman lived down the brewery, uh, lived down the street from the brewery. <laughs> and he, we couldn't even use his name. So uh, um, so we left in the dorm under gold. That was a category that we won the gold medal in. And, uh, you know, Elliot Ness, he was the public defender of Cleveland, and shot up our bar in 1945. <laughs> you know, the Burning River, we're really proud of that being, you know, what we do at Burning River Music Festival every year, third weekend in July, and we give money back to the local water foundations. Um, you know, not in beer is water, so why not clean up your water? Does anybody else have any uh, questions over? Hi, Mark. This is Bill. Um, I, I was uh, just checking out the label, and it says that uh, the Burning River is uh, uh, brewed uh, with accordance to the uh, Bavarian purity law. Are, are, are all your beers uh, brewed along those standards as well, or is it uh, just this one in spe uh, specifically? Uh, yes, um, we uh, we're very strict standards. We go back to the old Ron Hedger boat, and we don't have any pasteurization bottles or kegs. We don't pasteurize. I can never understand why would you craft a beautiful beer and then sprinkle it with water and put it in an oven for 350 degrees for 20 minutes. You're killing a lot of flavor. So we do put an added, um, not an obstacle, an added little um, feature when we go out to market is we ask our partners that they have to store our cases of beer as cold as the kegs. And we're one of the only people to do that in the country because we just believe the flavor and the quality is so much better for our consumer. And cheers to you guys for taking what is like a long-standing Cleveland joke, embracing it, and putting it on a label and uh, naming a beer after it. Yeah, the mistake by the lake, you know, everyone makes fun of that. But uh, just watching that, we have LeBron back and Johnny Manziel, so we can see what we can do now. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much for being with us today, man. Great Lakes Brewing Company, Cleveland, Ohio. A lot of good fun having you here. And enjoy the um, Lancaster Beer Festival. What, what do you need to... Uh, well, I was just going to say, it's uh, like... Uh, 
going with Cleveland and the tribe, uh, yeah. Pedro Serrano would say mobbles. Mobbles. Come out and see us today. Lancaster, I'll be pouring the Elliot Ness and the, the granddaddy, the most award-winning porter in America, the Edmund Fitzgerald. Excellent, Edmund Fitzgerald. Can't beat that with a wooden stick. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a good one, man, and enjoy Lancaster. Good beer to you all. Bye-bye. That was outstanding. What was his name again? <laughs> wow. Mark. Mark. I knew Mark I almost called him Kevin. And he's the one not drinking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not drinking at all. I'm not drinking. I'm not having any kind of substances in my body whatsoever. Because when Freddie's sitting there, all he's hearing is Freddie, 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 Freddie. That was good times. That was a great <laughs> interview. A lot of fun. Like I said, big fans of Great Lakes Brewing Company. A little later on, we're going to give away this prize package from the Great Lakes Brewing Company. Um, compliments of uh, Derek uh, getting his stuff all together. Yeah, that's actually compliments of, of our good friends of Veraster actually hooked us up oh, with this cool. prize. Excellent. So we got a really nice package from yeah, there. Excellent. Well, I think it's really cool. I always have a nice package, so I don't care at all. <laughs> Just ask the ladies. <laughs> Which ones? Because I... I <laughs> we can go home and start asking there. Uh, oh, I'm so good. I don't think you want to start there. For Sometimes they just ask for it. Yeah, right, Huey. I know. I got it. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills here. We're going to pour some glasses. I know Rocky wants to cleanse his palate over there. Thirsty. <laughs> all right. We'll be back on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour right here on Sports Hub 102.3. And BC Sports Radio. Here's a dose of reality. Colder weather is on its way. Hopefully, not inside your house. That's why the Home Depot now has select special order Anderson windows and patio doors for 10% off. So let's stop winter cold with top quality windows, patio doors, and a very real 10% savings. Let's do this. Special order Anderson windows and patio doors, 10% off. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid through September 10th. U.S. only. See store for details. You're the type who likes to seize the day. All 30 of them during Member September. All month long, almost anything you get at Rite Aid gets you three times the Wellness Plus points, which gets you to gold and 20% off almost everything in the store three times faster. Yep, the best program in the business is now even better by three, but only during Member September and only at Rite Aid. Activate your membership at membersepember.com today. Rite Aid. With us, it's personal. Limitations apply. Prescriptions ineligible for triple points. See store for details. Broadheadsville, Chevy Truckville. Broadheadsville, Chevrolet. Come on down the road to find new roads. Where you're sure to find your own. And at Broadheadsville, you know you will enjoy the longest. Chevy Truck Bill, Broadheadsville Chevrolet. 2014 Silverado Double Cab All-Star Edition 4x4. Only $349 a month. Sign and drive. Includes tax, 36-month lease, plus two-year and 24000 free maintenance. $349 a month, Silverado. Stop in and see Jason Kerr and his Chevy team of experts. Huge selection of trucks. Discounts and rebates up to $8,500 off. Plus, Broadheadsville 10-year, 200000 limited powertrain warranty. Used trucks starting at $10,900. Broadheadsville Chevrolet Route 209 Broadheadsville. BroadheadsvilleChevy.com. Attention homeowners. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans, and I have some important information for you regarding the U.S. government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. We've told you about HARP in the past, and more than 3 million homeowners have already taken advantage of this money-saving program. But there are so many more of you who could be saving hundreds of dollars every month on your mortgage. 
And Quicken Loans is here to help you save your money. The home loan experts at Quicken Loans fully understand the HARP guidelines. If you weren't HARP eligible in the past, new guidelines could mean that now you are. Give us a call and we'll give you a Quicken Loans mortgage review. It's simple and easy. And for four years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Or go to quickenloans.com for a mortgage experience that's engineered to amaze. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance calls for cost information, equalizing lender license in all 50 states. That's a first-round draft pick, too. Oh, hey, we're back on the air. I was just laughing at some teams. Johnny football. Johnny football. Uh, well, his season was complete when he made his Snickers commercial. Oh, man. That's awesome. He doesn't was, even have to play at all. That was so embarrassing. I, I was embarrassed for myself that night. I know. And how you're dressed is pretty embarrassing, too, right now. So go figure. And your team is? Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, baby. We're ready for Super Bowl action. Uh, and your quarterback is? Our quarterback will be fine. You don't even know his name, Yeah, I you? know his name. You know, just judge. Uh, what, what's going on over there? Is it, is it still Joe Cap? <laughs> yeah, it's Joe Cap and Fran Tarkenton's going to get ready to go back in. We're also talking to Tommy Kramer. You act like a little bit like Tommy Kramer and a lot like Huey Lewis in the news. That's a you, John. Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg. Chris DeBerg. No. <laughs> I, I'm lost. So Christopher, no, I know you are. All right, let's get back to the beer because everybody's salivating here. The palates are cleansed and ready to move on to the next one. And now we're on to the, uh, the Commodore Perry. That's what Mark was talking about. It's kind of more of an English style, so it doesn't have that. Uh, this is, this is a, an IPA, but it's done more of the uh, English version of it. It's a little more biscuity malt, a little smoother. It doesn't have that hot bite that's you know, really in your face aggressive like the American IPAs do. So this is kind of a good introductory one for, for those who have not had an IPA that are kind of, or maybe had one or were kind of put off because it was a little bit too aggressive for them. So this is a really nice uh, introductory one, but it, it has that hop presence. It's there. Very smooth, nice uh, aroma and mouthfeel though. It's, it's 7.5% too, which is impressive because you get no hint of that one at all. So that's another one, another beer you got to be a little careful with when you're drinking this one because it'll... This is a good 1030 beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way you step yourself up a little bit to this one. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 it's clear, very smooth, though. There's a lot going on within it, but it's not uh, overly complicated. It's not one of those ones that you're going to be able to pick apart a ton of different hops and things like that. It's very, it's a, you know, straightforward, but a little bit more going on within it. Doesn't punch in the face like some of the American IPAs. Yeah. Oh, Mo yeah. Monet Davis was on the Fallon show. Did anybody know that? I don't know. Well, that sucks. <laughs> where, did, where did that come <laughs> from? I, know. I told you what's going through Freddie's head. Freddie, Freddie. Seriously? <laughs> I thought you were uploading photos of your kitty cats to Facebook, but that's what you were doing? You were watching Fallon clips? <laughs> Whatever. Hell, she already on damn uh, Tonight Show. Go back to the beer, man. I'm Freddie, sorry. we have a show going on about beer. I don't know if you... <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. Is this the way it goes every week? Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. Well, sometimes he leaves the room. That's it. <laughs> we lock him out of the room for a while, and then he joins us again. Well, I am going to get a coffee. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> this is what happens every week. Right out. So we, we talk about beer, and Freddie talks about whatever pops through his old head there. Let's find out what these guys think about this. Hey! <laughs> All right, this is how quickly this show gets derailed. Let's find out what these guys think about this beer. This is nice. No, I like it a lot. Very, very tasty. The you know very well balanced, um, very approachable IPA. Um, you know if you if you're just venturing out into the IPA, this is a, a definitely one that can 
that can get the ball rolling for you on this style. Yeah. Commodore Perry will lead the way. <laughs> and the English, if you're going on your first theory. IPA adventure. And the English style being around a lot longer yeah. than the American, so. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have that. An uh, older uh, tradition in this style. Uh-huh. A lot of the, the American ones have a lot of that grapefruit pungency to it. That this doesn't really have any of that coming through. That's like the West Coast style, yeah, right? that's more the West Coast style. And then now they're starting to really branch out into, uh, like this week I had from the Almanac Brewing, I had their uh, IPA, which was very, uh, a lot of the hops that are coming out now are more tropical fruit. Like that had a lot of pineapple, some mango, and all. And then there's new hops like Lemon Drop Hop coming out that's just full-on lemon flavor instead of the grapefruit. So now we're starting to really balance out all these different hops going on, that they're getting all these different flavor characteristics. Because the grapefruit, grapefruit has really been the most... Uh, widely used and widely recognized American hop, that, that flavor coming through, along with the, you know, the the dank pine and all that kind of fun stuff from the, the West Coast. Hang on, Freddie has entered the building. <laughs> He's now staring at the wall. <laughs> this is great radio, folks. <laughs> we have a man staring at a wall. <laughs> Why isn't this televised? <laughs> well, I've been trying to get one in here for a while. <laughs> just on Freddie. Yeah, just on Freddie. That's all I want. <laughs> Does anybody have an iPhone charger? <laughs> anybody out there listening? <laughs> Stop in, we'll give you a beer. <laughs> that's excellent. All right, where are we? Oh, that's why. Got to do our giveaway soon, right? Yeah, we got to do our giveaway soon. Thank you, John. Why don't you just pay attention to the beer you're drinking over there? I know what I'm doing. <laughs> he couldn't get back into the room. <laughs> oh, God. I know what I'm doing. I'll give the giveaway away when it's time to give the giveaway away. Got it? Oh. Give it away. All right, have another beer, John. It's only 10 o'clock in the morning, 10.30. See, it's nice, though, with, the, with a lot of their beers, like he was saying, they, they, they do it to the Rhein Heights Cabot. There is nothing that's really aggressive with any of their beers. They're, they're all very well balanced, uh, very smooth. Like, nothing's, like, a lot of the breweries kind of, you know, it's when, when Garrett called in and was talking about how some of the breweries pride themselves on trying to make beers. We dare you to drink this. You, you don't have any of that with Great Lakes. Like, it's very, everything's drinkable. That's what they want. They want those flavor balance uh, characteristics and everything. There's nothing overly aggressive that's going to put anybody off. So, I mean, really, all their beers, you know, having won some medal in some category, you know, kind of really shows you that's what they're really just going after. But they do make big beers. I don't, you yeah. know, you know the, the Lake Erie Monster. We have, um, we have actually, we have Nosferatu, too. too that it's like a, I think it's nine. Which we have on tap right now. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Throw that one out there. <laughs> I, think, I think that's an 1130 beer today. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, an 1130 beer. Yeah, they they make those, but none of their beers that I have ever had, even with the higher alcohol, there's none of that, that heat coming through because they really focus on balance. That's, that's what I get out of all their beers. They're really focused on having a perfectly balanced beer that they're not worried about making something for a high ABV or for, you know, a certain characteristic to punch through more. Everything is about balance, and they want to maintain that with their stuff, which makes them a great brewery to have. It's a known go-to beer to have. And for, for all the folks out there that were talked about the, uh, the German pure beer laws, Rheinheinsgebot from the 1500s, they, they had it, and they would literally shut your brewery down if you put anything but the four major ingredients of beer in their beer. So for them to be able nine. to do that. Wow. Nine. Nine. <laughs> well, crazy. you know, it's funny. When I, when I was in Munich, uh, you know, it was uh, several years ago before, you know, I knew that you were not supposed to put a lemon in a... In a, in a <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> you know, in a, uh, like a Franzi. Uh, Who slapped you, know, you over there? Beer. <laughs> They're like, Frunt und Bier? Nein! <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me like Fast I had seven <laughs> heads. Good Lord. That's hilarious. 
It is funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. you know, it is. But if you guys, what it is. Have you guys ever made beer? If you're, uh, you know, a home brewer, that's like the number one thing to making good beer is uh, is cleanliness yeah. and, yeah. you know, making sure nothing Everything else goes in. sterile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no extra dirt gets in there. A little bacteria the wrong way and the whole flavor of the beer is ruined. Yeah, that's what we, we talked like. We're going to be getting into the pumpkin beer stuff in, in a few weeks, but no, that's what we saw when you're, when you're getting into the spiced beers. It's better to be much less heavy-handed and then worry about adding more the next time instead of going way overboard, and then you have to figure out how much to cut out. It's really good to build up to the finding that balance instead of going overboard and then pulling it back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's Bosh all good. <laughs> Listen, I got this killer prize package that I want to give away. Uh, compliments of Verastro. You said they hooked us up here, yep. Derek? Yeah, I went up this and met him. Awesome. Did, did a deal in the uh, Starbucks parking lot. Got some stuff. <laughs> right, right. Looks mighty yeah, cool. We, we have a really it's, it, We had some shirts. We have uh, a pair of pint glasses. Some bottle openers. Definitely. There's a, like a really very sweet cool growler. Here, very man. sweet growler. Here's the deal. It's a- what a job Verastro did rolling this beer out, too. They did. Uh, oh, as, yeah. As far as like beers coming into market, they that was probably one of the best jobs I've ever it seen. Wasn't, it I, wasn't uh, oversaturated. It was just kind of slowly building it up. Slow, and getting, people, yep. Yep. getting people interested. It was it was a fantastic. I've seen beers come in the market and they yeah. just they just oh, dump they just it on you. over the head with it. Yeah. Yep. But they did a they did a fantastic job. A lot of support behind yeah. it. So that's it's good to see. It's going to be all good, man. And we're going to give away this prize package now. Call us on the telephone if you want it. 855-777-1023. 855-777-1023. We're going to clear our skull and clean out the glasses. This is loudness. Um, crazy nights here. No, nope, that's not it. Damn it, Mandola. <laughs> <laughs>
was real nice. That was Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who do we have here on the phone here? You're our winner. This is Joe. Joe, what do you know? Not much. I know what I know, Joe. I know you won this killer prize package. Uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company. You have Cleveland. to answer one question, though. <laughs> yeah, what is it? All right. Cleveland. 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 Fill in the, fill in the set. Cleveland. <laughs> we, you Cleveland said Rock. Yeah! Oh. We have a winner. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Rocky Rhodes trying to take over control with the giveaway. That was good, though, Rocky. That was actually really good. Joe, congratulations. This is a fabulous, fabulous package. If you don't want this huge growler from Great Lakes Brewing Company, you know, I could take it off your hands. I have some ideas of what I could do with it. No, I, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it filled daily. <laughs> okay. You got T-shirts, bottle openers, all kinds of cool stuff. We're glad that you're listening to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on the Sports Hub 102.3. Joe, enjoy the rest of the show. I'll get in touch with you this week, let you know how you can pick up this killer prize package. Okay, sir? All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Take care, Joe. Wow, that's wonderful. We had the lines really lit up oh, for that package going up today. today. Yeah. I was very, very happy. I know we got more beer here, Derek, right? Oh, of course we do. All right. Let's get it around because we, I know I got thirsty dudes here. We, we are now on to the, the Edmund Fitzgerald. Now, this is a, a beer from Great Lakes that a lot of people know. Uh, it has a fantastic reputation, really solid porter. You know, when, when Billy came in, he was saying, two weeks in a row, we've had two of the best porters that are available on the market from Deschutes, and now we have this from, from Great Lakes. I mean, this is a really solid, easy-drinking porter. And then you get some, the notes of the, the chocolate, some coffee in the back. You get a little bit of hot bitterness, which kind of just really dances a little bit on the palate and kind of helps dry it out in the end. And I mean, this is a really solid, easy-drinking porter. And now that we're getting into the, the darker beer season as we get colder, it's a, this is a perfect one to have around. The, the legend lives on from the Chippewa <laughs> on down. So this is a scary hayride type beer, right? Is that what you're saying, scary hayride? You're going out on a date the first time with some chick. It's probably not wearing I, the I, most I, I'm just going to throw this out. I think most of the hayrides frown upon bringing beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a feeling. It's a special hayride. This is a post-hayride beer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, it's a post-hayride beer. <laughs> I mean, right. Unless you're doing your backyard, if you're into that. Kind of, you'd well, you'd have, have to have a pretty damn big backyard if you're going to enjoy a hayride. Not necessarily. You just kind of get a bale of hay, put some wheels on it, and just... <laughs> well, if you're going to use a red flyer for your hayride, <laughs> there then you I go. guess... I was just reading the label. I didn't realize the Edmund Fitzgerald, it was in the 70s that it wrecked. I thought that was like ancient oh. history. So it wasn't did that I. long ago. It was like the day after it wrecked, Gordon they, Lightfoot they had a song. Yeah. the song. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't That's that, what I was singing the song. Wasn't that from the 70s, yep. the, the song? Yeah. Yep. So... They, they, they were still right after they were still it. fishing people out of the lake, and, and <laughs> yes. he, was, he was sitting on the shore singing yeah. a song. Wow! I got a lady's purse. What'd you get? Someone died I'm hearing not, that song for I'm the first not, time. Yeah, I'm not playing that song. I'd rather shave my head with a cheese grater. <laughs> that can be arranged. Yeah, I know. Huey Lewis. How's your beer, John? <sighs> good. Very good. Billy boy, it's very tasty. It's very tasty. Rocky, I know you're loving yours. Yeah, this is good stuff. And yeah. not. Crazy high on the uh, alcohol level, five point eight. Yeah, this this is a, a session very, beer. Very traditional porter, very very light. It's a little thinner mouthfeel than the yeah. Deschutes from last week, but yeah. it's still very very good. Yeah, the Deschutes when we were talking about kind of bordered the the that line that goes between the porter and the stouts is a very fine line. But this this definitely falls more in the porter category. You don't have that really thick mouthfeel. This has a little sharpness up front, though. You know what I like about this show? It's like every now and then you guys like 
talk like serious beer stuff. <laughs> Just to make well, it sound make it sound like a beer radio show. We have to keep it so that, you know, there's certain things to keep the level there that we can call it Beer Geeks Radio. Okay. Just All right. goofing around Just with some guy, guys hanging out. Somebody okay. already took Idiot's Radio Hour. So we have, <laughs> you know I run a tight ship around here. Oh, us. I know. And it sinks like the Edna Fitzgerald. That's how tight the ship is. You know, the prep I put mm. into my performance from the, the ride from the back mountain here this morning. Yep, I saw you. Yeah, I broke a sweat. <laughs> I broke a sweat. I did get out of bed at 20 after 9. It was on a hayride coming over, so. Yeah, hayride in my backyard. What do we got there, Dan? You know, everybody's digging this, man. Yeah, this is a, a really, I mean, if, if you're a fan of a porter or stout, this is one you probably already had because this is, has such a reputation for it. But uh, if you haven't, this is definitely one to, to seek out in the in the. And don't the, be making a black and tan out of this. Yeah, this is one. Just have it straight. Don't don't do that stuff. I I'm not a, a you know the beer cocktails that have become all the rage. A lot of people mixing things. That's fine, but try the beer on what, its own. You don't like dirty panties. <laughs> <laughs> Only my own. <laughs> wow. I'm moving over here by you guys. <laughs> And by the way, this is a smooth tasting <laughs> porter. By the way, the uh, Mossville with a little bit of pink. Come on, <laughs> Rocky Roads to the rescue. There. <laughs> but no, it, it, this really falls well within the, the category for a good American porter. There is a lot of flavor going on with it, and for a five point eight. Now, you get some of these uh, Imperial Porters that are coming out. Like I, actually, I don't know if you guys ever had Ballast Point, their victory at sea. That That is a fantastic Imperial Porter. But that's, you know, a 9.8, I think, percent. Something like, it gets uh, really high up there. But, you know, within this, like, you still get a lot of those really nice coffee, chocolate notes. You know, having the hops come through is really nice in a porter. I think a lot of people don't think about that with the porter. You know, there are hops, and they should be a little bit present within a porter. It's, you know, nowhere near an IPA or anything like that, but you want to have a little bit of that bitterness to balance out. This is one of the examples that uh, I always tell people, you know, dark's a color, not a flavor. And this is one that is, even though it's, you know, almost, you know, Guinness black, yeah. it's it's not heavy at all. Like this, yeah. it was thinner, it's lighter, it's it's creamy, it's smooth, it's that kind of stuff. So don't be afraid of the dark beers. You know, taste them because this is not a heavy, you know, uh, heavy medium or heavy body yeah, beer. Yeah, they, they execute the style perfectly. You know, if, if they're brewing a porter, they're going to execute it perfectly. If yeah. they're going to brew it a Dortmunder... They're going to execute it perfectly, so it's it's very traditional yeah. within the uh, within the range of yeah. Uh, and it's, it's super easy drinking. I mean, this is one you can kind of sit down on a cold night and have a few of them. And how many times have you guys heard somebody say, "Well, I don't like dark beer"? Right, that's oh, what I say. Yeah, I, I do it regular. I do events and regularly. I tell them. You know, dark's a color. Describe the, the flavor dark. Well, they haven't had the right dark yeah. beer. That's, yeah. that's right. really what it yeah. gets down to. Yeah, that's what we've always said. And if you tried a beer, don't don't discount the style. Discount that beer. If you didn't like that beer, that's fine. That doesn't mean all porters are garbage. Just the one that you had, you didn't enjoy. And don't go by color because color, yeah. really, I mean, a lot of the dark ones are heavier, but it's not all of them. There's a lot of We're them. We're all about are. harmony here. Yeah, one of the first <laughs> things I've ever learned in my, um, uh -oh. Uh -oh. In my We're going dark here. Career here comes the knowledge. Is... <laughs> Dark is a color, not a flavor. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the first things session, I learned. And then session beers. I apply that to everything in my life. <laughs> and it works. Excuse me, sir. Did you know that dark beers? <laughs> and then I ask myself, what would Keith Richards do in this situation? Freddie, we're right over here. You don't have to yell at us. <laughs> well, that's in case nobody can hear me out there. Blue Rocky Roads. Rocky, he's used to us not paying attention to him. That's ah. why he's yelling at us. Yeah, it's pretty weird when people are actually... Um, Noticing what I'm doing or whatever. I don't know, saying. It's all good stuff. But Billy Boy, you're digging this as well? 
You're pouring another beer. Is that another beer we're moving on yeah, to we're, already? We're, we're moving on. Well, you guys are a step ahead of me. Look well, at you, well, John. Billy, oh, you'll like this label, Freddie. Oh, Check that out. It. Billy brought a special oh. one, too. Ooh. We're going to have to... Yeah, I think Nosferatu. we're gonna have to open up. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a special one at the end of all this. Red ale. But th- this Nosferatu. is uh, yeah, this is from this is Nosferatu. This That's is like their, the original Dracula right there. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if you ever seen. You ever seen the Willem, Willem Dafoe, the uh, Shadow of the Vampire? Remember that one we played Nosferatu? Wow. <laughs> that, that's like one of those things. You look at old movies. Is it Nosferatu or Nosferatu? I prefer Nosferatu. to say Nosferatu. It's Nosferatu. Is Did you guys e- ever see the original? Yeah. The black original and white one. That's yeah. like one of the scariest movies that's ever. That's and it's a say. silent movie. Yeah. A lot of people like discount black and white movies. Like, oh, it doesn't have. That still has sc- the impact. If it's scary mm-hmm. now, what was yeah. it like oh, in the God, ni- yeah. in the early 1900s? People must have been just going nuts over that. And that's you couldn't hear the voice of Dracula. <laughs> they they schlit they schlitz. They schlitz them. Themselves. You almost, you almost <laughs> slipped yourself. You almost had to use the dump button. <laughs> yeah, and I'd have to find out where it is. <laughs> it's that old time beer coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, stuff. Boy, we're, we're having so much we're fun. We're laughing so much people think we're Schlitz here or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is their Imperial Red, which, you know, this is 8%, so you're getting a little bit heftier, but it has that really nice... Caramel malt ter- characteristic coming through, like you do in, the, in a really good amber ale, a good red ale, but it has a little bit of that hot balance coming through. But it's definitely, you know, this is another one you can tell a differentiation between where a brewery is located. If this was an Imperial Red on the West Coast, it would be basically a really hoppy IPA. Like you see the green flash has like their, their Imperial, like Lagunitas, all those breweries, but they're very in your face, aggressive, hoppy Imperial Reds. This is much more reserved. You still get the hops, but they kind of dance around a little bit. This gets a little bit more into the uh, fruity hops, a little bit citrus, a little bit of orange, some grapefruit coming through, a little bit of gas release there. <laughs> the blow off. The blow off. <laughs> that green button right there. It says cough switch, but it also works as a burp switch. Yeah. Uh, that requires effort. People know what's going on here. Any bodily, and it's an any bodily, any bodily function switch. You got something going Well, if any bodily function was near the microphone, we'd have bigger problems People are schlitzing themselves in here, then we're going <laughs> to... Do you have your mystery beer this week? or, or we, How many more do we have? We're, we're going to have, we have one more special wow. one that, that Billy brought back from Vermont for oh, us. Cool. Oh, cool. Billy. Billy's got the special beer from yeah. Vermont. Now, this is one that uh, none of us have had here. This, this is from, this is from Hill Farmstead. Wow. And no. I'd like to say real quick, um, we enjoyed the Great Lakes Brewing Company, all the beers today. Uh, a lot of fun. That was a great, great interview we did with Mark. Derek, thank you for setting that up. And we'd like to say congratulations to Joe for winning this killer Great Lakes Brewing Company prize package with help from our friends at Ferrastro. And um, we're glad that everybody's tuning in, having a good time listening to the Beer Geeks. I know I'm having a blast. Probably one of the better times I've had in a long time. Definitely good times. Absolutely. Well, that's because it's all Cleveland for you. Yeah, I know. And it's good to have you coming in on a Saturday morning, jump on a radio show on the other side of the deck. That's good for you, man. It's nice to say it's I've never been a guest before. You are a guest. You are in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm respecting the house. You're doing real well. You're doing awesome. And, of course, Billy, bringing back this uh, wonderful surprise from Vermont. This is from Hill Farmstead. Uh, This is Abner that's their Imperial IPA. Very... Very rare beer. Yeah, this uh, is really nice. Backyard this, Billy. And you can tell it's unfiltered. You can tell that from looking at it. They, they didn't. It's, uh, it's got that cloudy haziness. The one thing, like, I'm looking at this for being unfiltered, there's not a lot of hot particles kicking around in here. That's what you would really expect when you see the unfiltered IPA. Now, is oh, this, this like a farmhouse, or what is this? It, it, 
Quite literally, it is yeah. a farmhouse. <laughs> yeah, they're, wow. they're, Vermont has really, in the past, oh, probably two, three years, I would say, not even that long, have, has become a real mecca for craft beer people between Hetty Topper, you have Hill Farmstead, um, what Lost Nation. What was the uh, finest, oh, something finest. I can't think of it right now. I don't know. Whatever. There, there's, there's, there's a, a bunch there's up a there. There's a bunch of breweries up there. And then, you, you know, you have Long Trail and, and Magic Hat and a few other ones that are kicking Otter on. Otter Creek. I mean, there's... Yeah, there's, and even Harpoon has a, a place up there. But there's there's a lot of breweries up there that have a lot of stuff. But it's really become like a really sought-after stop for a lot of people. And Hill Farmstead has quickly become one of the really must-go-to breweries up there. I think it, this is another case where demand... Demand and, and limited product yeah. equals, uh, you know, high, high demand. Wow. Although if you do go check out their ratings online, they are, you know, world class. Usually their beers are ranked right up there in the yeah. in the top five. And I'll, I'll say for, for having, this is the first time I've had this, it, it, it it's fantastic. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> There's really not many words. I mean, like, it's just, mm. it, it's definitely got some hops. It, it really, to me, minus... Uh, you know, Hetty Topper to me had a little more citrus coming through, a little of the punch. This doesn't have that, but other than that, it, it really reminds me a lot of Hetty Topper. It, it is very well. Well, they're both Imperial IPAs, yeah. so in that regard. Well, but just I think even Hetty Topper, the 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 quality of the, the the viewing of it, like the the way it looks and the color and everything, it really reminds me a lot of Hetty Topper, just not as citrusy. It's got a little bit more of a pine earthy kind of hop going through. With maybe they're in the background. Maybe they're cousins. <laughs> I like the uh, you know the, the way they label their beer with like a toe tag. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Well, you know, it's when you go there, it's it's all growler filled. Yeah, they, don't, they don't have they any don't, bottling lines. They yeah. don't have a bottling line. They don't have bottles. So everything is literally filled in a growler. Yeah, and they're, I they're, put they're, it in a cooler, like a cooler, a kidney in a cooler, and throw <laughs> it back to PA. You, th- that's a brewery. Like you have to, you have to pretty much get the bulk of it. You're gonna have to get the brewery. They don't, they don't have a bottling line. They're not distributed. They they've built their reputation on people going to the brewery trying the beer and just being blown away by it. And that's that's really how... I think they have their, their beers in a few places around the area, but bulk of it you got to get from there. They don't have any proper uh, bottling line or things like that that you can you know go and pick up a six-pack or anything. It's all done through these 750 milliliter bottles. They did have a two-liter growler fills, but they, they were sold out. So it's a very tiny... I mean, it is a yeah, little tiny, tiny yeah. operation. It's... It's quite yeah. literally in a in a barn, and uh, there's a line out the door. Yeah. Bill, Billy, with, do you often travel the country looking for barns to <laughs> <laughs> brew, brew beers? Got to get rid of the body brew. somehow. That's it. That's it. The you ones like, that brew fantastic beer. I was going to ask you if it was real busy that you had a, if you went there, that's not some a place that you could just drive by and hope that it's uh, going to be um, light no, out you gotta, attendance. You got to do sit there. And you got to do your homework. If you want to yeah, get you what you know want. where you're going for. Yeah, that you got to know where you're going. You got to do your homework. I mean, I think they're open from like. 12 to 5. Uh, they have really know. limited hours. They, they've, I mean, they, they're just like, you know, Hetty Topper up there, the Alchemist Brewery, they're, they're not even open to the public anymore because they, they had a huge demand of people going to it. That they, Vermont has really become, like, there there are maps of trails to go on for Vermont as far as beer trails yeah. of breweries to go. and. I, wish, I just wish I had more time. Yeah, there, was, yeah. uh, there was a bunch of other stops I you had in mind. You loved it there, didn't you? Oh, it's awesome. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, we're rolling down to the end of the show, rolling up to it, I should say. Billy Boy from Backyard Ale House, what do you got going on in the next week, man? Uh, is this the cheesy plug? Is this where we have to do the cheesy plug part? <laughs> this is the plug part of what's <laughs> going on at Backyard the Ale House. Hey, guys, what we got going on this weekend? Backyard. <laughs> oh man! Well, Let's we do have our brownies. fall fest coming up in October. Yeah. So, and we have, you know, we just released, you know, as the last 
couple weeks, we, we just released all our fall beers. So, cool. you know, pop down for that. Uh, just enjoy yourselves. Have a good time. And then we think we're uh, going to stop down this Wednesday night and have yeah, something to drink. Yeah, let's and, get her done. And Love Billy food? Food all day? out there. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, uh, food, obviously beer, we opened a kitchen in, yeah. in uh, good time. about a year ago. Yeah, that's, Great that's staff. big stuff, so... Very important. Great staff, good people, a lot of fun. Yeah. Excellent. Backyard Ale the House. Cheesy, cheesy promotion. That wasn't a cheesy plug at all, man. You got to let them know. People want to know and, where to go. And if you want to find out know. more, more about, if, more about us, you can if go If you on, know, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a lot of stuff linked up with Backyard on our site. You can go to beergeeksradio.com. You listen to all our past episodes. I get them usually up Monday, Tuesday. I have them streaming. You can go on the old iTunes or Stitcher and all that stuff. Listen to some past ones. want to... Download them in your earbuds. And someone actually messaged me this morning. You can actually listen to this on the the app if you want to download it and stream it while you're cutting grass, as I was told. People like to do I saw so, that. Yeah. So, I mean, you get, you get a lot of people. Uh, you can find us some, anywhere. Just just search Beer Geeks Radio Hour. We'll pop up somewhere. Yeah, and if you want to come cut my grass while listening <laughs> to the show, it's awesome. And you can usually find me sitting at my personal chair at the Backyard Ale House at the corner of the bar. So. Yeah, that's cool. Good times. Listen, this was a fabulous show. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. Waking up this morning sucked, but I'm glad I did it, and I got here in time. Uh, on behalf of Derek, of course, Dr. Johnny Blindside, always a blast to have Backyard Billy here. What's and my up? good friend, beer enthusiast, Rocky Rhodes from there the Rocky and Lissa show. Yep. Caddy corner from us on KRZ. I'm sure we'll Monday. revisit it. Yeah, we'll revisit this on Monday morning. No, I'm going to bring it all up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm sorry about your football season already, Rock. I apologize now. I, I, you may see me at Cousins getting abused by Steeler fans tomorrow. I might go. Uh, I can't do it because I'll be at Yankee Stadium for Derek Jeter Day. And it's all good stuff. And um, with all that said, consider yourselves dealt with. Dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you try it again.